0: Paperless movement, your productivity, your way. Welcome back, busy professionals, to another interview. Today, I'm really excited because we have the CEO from Snipped, all right, PD in the end. And it's Kevin Smith the CEO from Snipped, and we will dive into this because it's one of my favorite tools that you might not know about. And if you follow us in the payless movement and you know about the ICO framework to position Snipped in your framework, it would be a utility app. So it's something that just enhances your overall workflows. And how it enhances it, we will figure out right now. Okay, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Yeah. I'm really excited to have you with us. Maybe you just tell us a bit about yourself how it came to Snipt, what Snipt is actually all about, and then let's dive deep into the nitty-gritty of your tool.
1: Yeah, definitely, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me, and let's do that. Maybe I can start off by giving a really brief overview of what Snipt is and what it does, and then I'm happy to talk more about myself, the story behind it, and where I want to take it. So yeah, Snipt is a podcast player for anyone out there who's listening to podcasts to learn something new. And one of the main features, the main way we differentiate ourselves from the normal podcast player out there is that if you listen to a podcast on Snipped, every time you hear an insight, something you want to remember or share with someone or just take notes on, you can simply tap your headphones and our app will save that moment that you just heard. And it will actually do more than that. Our AI will analyze this moment. And it will create a summary and we call them key takeaways that are extracted from that moment and it saves it to your
0: library as what we call a snip and so far ladies and gentlemen it's already awesome but we you will go even further now right this
1: is really the most important feature of our app but we offer much more so we are really and we i'm sure we're going to talk about this more later our vision is to become the number one spoken audio platform for people who listen to spoken audio to learn something. So what we offer in our app is the snipping functionality, but we also do more. So every time a new episode comes out, our AI processes the the episode. What it does, it creates the transcript, analyzes how many speakers are in there, which speaker is speaking when. It breaks the chapters, That sorry, it breaks the podcast down into chapters, Each chapter gets a title, a short description. So you can use that to more easily navigate within the episode to jump right into the moments that that you find interesting. And recently, we've actually even added high-level overview summaries. So now before diving into an episode, you can already skim through the summary and see what are they actually talking about, what are the key lessons um, to then... Yeah, decide whether or not you want to in the three hours into this podcast or maybe another one. And afterwards, after listening, you can review the key lessons. And of course, you can review all of these SNPs that you've taken, taking the key takeaways. And uh, finally, but very importantly, we have various integrations with note-taking apps out there. Most notably, Readwise and Notion where you can seamlessly sync all of the SNPs that you've taken so all of these key takeaways highlights you can sync them with the transcript with a link to the original episode and with these ai generated takeaways to your favorite and that's really uh,
0: the most amazing thing because we finally get away to get these SNPs, which are already refined thanks to AI. This is one of the best things already. And there were alternatives out there that provided you the transcript or the snippets of the transcript. But in the end of the day, you had to make the summary as well. And AI, it does a, such an amazing job to understand when you hit the button snippet, it starts at the correct position and ends in the end position where it really makes sense what to cover from the last thing that you listen to. And there are also great options in there where you can fine-tune this, how many, fi- how many seconds before you started to hit snippet should be covered and all this. So this is already amazing. But then the integration with Readwise and about Notion, I want to talk in a moment, but Readwise... So this is my workflow right now. When I hit Snip, it goes to Readwise and in Readwise for those who know the tool, who don't know the tool. Readwise is actually a collector of highlights, if you like. So there is an integration with Kindle. That was the first major integration that they had Readwise and they became famous for, I would say. So when you read a Kindle book, you can make highlights and they get automatically synchronized to Readwise and then you can look them up again. Then later on, they also created a new reader app, and there you can now hi- save websites and do highlights on pdf files and many other things and now with this integration we have things like snipped so the SNP from Snipped (laughs) that will be sent to Readwise will be recognized as a highlight. Now, Readwise, again, integrates with other tools. So you can use Obsidian, Notion. You can use, in my case, I'm using Heptabase for this. And it ends up in my Heptabase, which is my deep thinking where, where I then can bring in these highlights on my map and actually dive deeper into my thought process there. So the amazing thing really about this is so many podcasts in the past 10 years that I lost knowledge about. I got so much inspiration, but I never looked up. Certainly it was moving me forward, but I never took notes on this. And the reason is I'm listening to podcasts during car driving. And there was many trying to use the Apple Watch and things like that to make these notes, but or (laughs) stopping the car and make a note there. But this is not the solution. Snipped is the solution because... Our co founder Paco Quantero, he's also listening only during uh, driving the car. And he immediately said, It's nice and all, but if you cannot make these snips during the car, and I, while driving the car, and I told him, You can. And this is a beep game changer. So you can, I, you, I drive car, I listen to something, I hit snipped, and it works seamlessly. I know safe and sound when I go to Epta there will be my highlight that I had there. Now you mentioned Notion as well as one of the integrations. Um, So as Notion reaches the database structure, I'm curious how it will end up there. Will we get a database there or is it just a simple page? So can I fill up a database with metadata, for example, a property just for the link to the snipped and then the summary and so on, or is it just a page that gives me a page structure as it is from Readwise actually? Yeah, so how it works
1: is that When you set up the integration, you set up a new, fresh database in Notion, uh, which then the Snipped app uh, connects to directly. And how it works is for every episode that you listen to and create some Snips, a new page will be created. And that page has all of the meta information about the podcast. So the title of the episode, the author, a link to the episode, even the the cover image that is being synced. And then every time you create a, a snip, the snip is added to that page
0: together with the transcript of that highlight and the key takeaways. Mm-hmm. I have a page per episode and then the different snips to the episode. Okay, that that's already great enough that I can search the things and find it again. It's not a database, so I could leverage it actually to interconnect with other databases and things like that. But I expected this integration already being this way. What other uh integrations do you have there? I'm curious. I, didn't, I never looked it up. I set up Readwise and then I forgot about it because never change a running system, but there we go. I think Readwise is actually
1: one of the most interesting ones um, because as you mentioned, Readwise actually opens up the door to so many other apps out there. Other integrations that we've built explicitly are for Obsidian, uh, for NoxSec, for the bare note-taking app. And we have a more general markdown-based export mm-hmm. available. So these are the ones that we have in the app right now. But actually, one of the things that we have on our roadmap is to extend this list and also improve the integrations that we already have. So if, you know, any of the viewers, Xing,
0: if you have a particular tool where you think this will be amazing, please reach out. And I let you know. What about Sapia? Why is there no (laughs) sapio integration? To me, it always makes the most sense to have a sapio as it opens read-wise, opens so many doors. So is there a reason? Or is this the markdown export that you mentioned? No, the markdown export is actually separate uh, to that. No, sapio makes a lot of sense. As most
1: of the questions that I get from users that ask me, why haven't you built this yet? Uh, The answer is usually because there are so many great things that we want to build and we should build. But there's limited time, so we need to do one thing at a time. So, no, there's no reason against Sapier. And I think it's something that we Well, in I the could future.
0: ask you in another way why do you invest the efforts to make native Notion and Obsidian integrations, then first trying to go into a more broader way like Sapier? So, I thought it is. The more you add, the more integrations you add, the more you have to maintain over time, right? So it stays stable, they change the API, you have to update the tool. So focusing on one thing that actually takes this away from you, and I would have thought Sapia or things like that. So is there a reason or was there a questionnaire in the beginning where you thought, okay, this is the typical tools people use and you're going for this first? A bit of both. So the first integration that we
1: actually did was Readwise. And... Basically, for the reasons that you mentioned, right? ReadWise is a bit the the sapier of productivity tools. So, this is really where we saw this makes the perfect sense to integrate into. The ones that came after that, there were several reasons why to select which tool, but it was mainly driven by uh, what we heard from our users. And why build a native integration compared to a very general one? It usually boils down to that. Native integrations—you can be more custom with respect to what makes sense for the kind of data that you're creating, the data structure, what you can sync, and how you can sync it. And that's then basically where we see: okay, if a lot of users are requesting this, and it makes sense that we can add
0: additional value, then, then that's great. Why not? Yeah, but you already mentioned the users, and this is another superpower of SNP We didn't even touch yet which are the groups inside Snipped. So for the listeners and viewers on YouTube who know about DeepStash, one of the most favorite tools from our co-founder, Paco Canterio, he has, a I think, 360-something daily streak of reading DeepStash snippets. there. They have built this community of people sharing snippets from books and articles and things like that inside this tool. And this is amazing. And I went to Snipped and I instantly something, saw something similar there as well, which are the groups. So there's a group productivity, for example, and then people start sharing all the productivity snippets from productivity podcasts in this group. And the most amazing thing, I I even get tears not talking about this, but now I can go to my car, open just a group and i'm just listening through the snippets so instead of listening to one 3 hour podcast to get, to get four or five takeaways there i just listen to 15 minutes of snippets and i get the value after value and then i can just save the same snippet in my own library and this is really amazing so is there any plan to build more on the community aspect of snippet yeah maybe to refine a bit on, on what you said I think more
1: in general terms, I completely agree with what we've been seeing with our users is, you know, every time you hear some great insights, if it's valuable to you, it's natural that you want to tell your friends, you want to tell other people. And in the past, this has been very, very difficult with podcasts. I don't know how it has been for you. For me, before starting Snipped, I used to come across something and then would tell a friend and send him the link to the full episode. and. So these are my best friends, they, they didn't listen to the episode. And it's a bit because it's like a book yeah. recommendation. Everyone loves to get book recommendations, but you have this long of a reading list and you just append it. And this is something uh, where we really see uh, these snips can create much more value because you can really share just this insight and it's then easy and quick to listen to it, and then that's actually the great way into the full episode. Where you start off by just listening to this two minute highlight that that you sent me, Tom. And I was like, oh my God, I want to listen to more of this episode. And I continue listening. So, this is a bit where all of this came from or comes from. And at some point, we said, hey, why not open this up to all of our users on the app? And this is where the concept of groups came about, where a user can create a group on any topic and then post into it. Other users can post into it. And it's really a way of Discovering insights and discovering new podcasts to then deep dive into fully. Um, I, I do want to mention all of our users; they really they love listening to like, two hour podcasts. So we are not optimizing for the short form, just listening to two minute snips. But it's more this, yeah, discovery tool and a great way to get some insight uh, quickly, but then deep dive into the full episodes. Yep. Um, with respect to our focus. For us, it's and our users. It's very the most important thing in our app is the single player mode, as we call it. As you mentioned, you have your morning commute. You get into the car, and then you just want to listen to a really insightful podcast and take these insights away. This is our main focus. This will remain our main focus. But these additional features on the side they really help with the community and to spread some of these great podcasts and inserts. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But there's also a big opportunity because if people share this and you have interaction there, like likes and upvoting or something like that, podcasts that are not so known, they might get the opportunity to get known. And that's a complete, you know, it's a the YouTube for podcasts. That's what I see there with to the opportunity. And... Therefore, you can leverage then the algorithm and surface what the people are actually listening who are listening to similar things and like that. And I absolutely agree. When I'm listening through the snips, then I come to one where I then want to watch to listen to the whole podcast. And this is also very seamless that I can dive into this. However, something that I discovered and I reached out on X as well, I think I mentioned it there, where I'm surprised with a tool that goes so deep into AI that Suddenly, out of nowhere, listening to natural language all the time, the generic voice comes in. Now you listen to chapter two. And uh, uh, uh. so, with all the nice AI features that we get there, with natural language and so on, is there anything on the horizon that we can expect to get? not interrupted in our listening flow with these chapters, because I actually appreciate to hear what it's coming next and I can skip the things. That's a nice feature, but I just wondered, it is also obviously a financial thing. You have to pay for these services as well. So I'm just curious about your opinion on this.
1: Yeah, maybe I can first yeah. give a bit of background to to the viewers. So basically, as mentioned earlier, our app as the podcast and breaks it down into chapters, and each chapter gets a title. And one of these, one of the moments where we're using this information is if you're listening to a podcast hands-free and, for example, again, you're in the car and they start talking about something that you're not interested in, you can skip to the next chapter instead of the typical skip 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So in our app, it will skip to the next chapter or subchapter, as we call them, and an AI voice will call out the title of the subchapter, such you ah, okay, now they will be talking about this topic. And for this particular feature, we are using the on-device text-to-speech mm, functionality okay. of iOS and Android. And these voices are not, let's say, mm, state-of-the-art, let's face it, it's not (laughs) state-of-the-art.
0: That's something I was able with my (laughs) Windows 95 (laughs) first text-to-speech thing.
1: Exactly. Um, So this is very different, too. We have other areas in the app where we're using very state-of-the-art text-to-speech. So your question, I remember, on X was, like, why not here? And yeah, I mean, there are actually uh, several reasons for that. One is, of course, the costs are uh, for text-to-speech still relatively high. Um, The other aspect is it's also a question of latency and needing to have a connection to the internet, because this is something that every user jumps to a chapter differently. So really being able to create this audio on the fly right in that moment is very valuable and not needing access to the internet while doing that. Um, That being said, I heavily expect that very soon these stock voices on iOS and Android will improve dramatically. So for this single feature, Uh, Our plan is to wait out a bit longer and hope that they will... uh, Thank you very much,
0: Kevin. Thanks for the insights there. It makes all the sense. I agree. It's on their side to update these voices. And it was the important information that it is actually the on-device voice that we have there and nothing going through API. because. We can listen to a podcast on Snipped offline, right? So we can download the podcast as well. And then obviously you really come into trouble. And also the trans, the conversion into a spoken text on these more demanding AI solutions takes more time. So that's all the things I already expected to see, but let's see what we will see on the Apple and Android horizon there the coming months and years. This was already a nice di- deep dive into Snipped. Obviously, we will publish this podcast also available on Snipped, so you can take your Snips out of this as well. Please implement these like buttons so people can upvote Snips out of the podcast. Yeah, but talking about these new <laughs> ideas, what is the the midterm plans that you have to update or improve Snipped or you just want to run it now as it is and just make optimizations on the way. What's the plan there? Yeah. So starting maybe like
1: really long-term, as I mentioned earlier, our vision is to become the number one spoken audio platform for people who want to learn from spoken audio. So this is, we're using the term spoken audio very consciously here. So at the moment we're 100% focused on podcasts, but in the future we do want to add audiobooks books to, to the mix And we want to allow users to upload their own spoken audio content, for example, lectures that you might have and use all of the functionality of the app. If we now look midterm, so let's say within the next 12 months, uh, some of our focus points that we're working on, one of them is the ability to upload your own audio files. Another aspect that we're working on is improving some of the concepts actually around the snipping. It's a topic that we're working on right now. It's a bit too early to uh, talk about it, um, but we have some refinements. A third topic is improving various aspects on the, let's say, podcast player functionality. We have some features that are highly requested, for example, playlists that uh, that we want to add. And as I mentioned earlier, on the integrations front, we want to refine some of the integrations that we have today and extend them. And besides that, it's really about taking what we have now, refining the concept, reducing friction more and more. We started the whole journey of SNP saying that this taking a note from a podcast, it has to be like this very seamless experience, this one click and you get everything because otherwise it just doesn't work because as you mentioned, you're driving your car, you're riding your bike, you're cooking. And here, this is something that we always continue to try to improve. Where is there still friction? Where can we reduce some
0: friction again, more, make it more seamless and and ongoing topic. Yeah, that's nice. Talking about Snipt, we didn't talk about this in the beginning. When was it actually launched and what about the user base? Because I have no doubt that this will grow very quickly. I I actually thought when I went to Snipt that there is already a huge user base behind this and I'm late to the game, but it sounds like it's not the case. So you are still in growth mode there. We're definitely still in growth mode. Yeah, we're growing quite nicely. So going back
1: a bit in the history, so the first ever first version that we released was actually now two years ago already. However, as you can imagine, that version looked very different yeah. to what today. It's amazing to sometimes go back and look at some screen recordings and screenshots. So in the beginning, it was the most, most basic podcast player that you could think of. And we had one big button that said, create snip. And the snip that it created was also not that great. But iterated our way to where we are today. Yeah, we're still growing very nicely, mainly through through word of mouth, through people like you who just love the app so much. It's providing so much value to them that they tell all of their friends. This is this is how we grow, and it's uh, it's been an amazing journey. And
0: yeah. We're looking forward to how it's going to continue awesome yeah we will certainly follow and we will have a follow-up interview as soon you release one of the new major updates that you mentioned there let's do that yeah. where do they i don't have to ask where to get snipped you go to the app store and you search for snipd and then you will get it or later on you just put in podcast app and it will be on top there right and on android i expect the same so Guys, if you don't know it yet, I highly recommend it. For me, it was years of a search to find a solution, the missing link between the podcast and my note-taking apps. And this is it, taking away so much effort. Kevin, I really appreciate that you took the time to get on this interview. Very nice insights into and behind the tool. Anything else you want to share with the paperless Movement community before we end the interview there? No, I think we covered all of it. I think the most important thing is, as you mentioned, go to
1: App Store or the Google Play Store, download Snipped, try it out, subscribe to your favorite show, listen to a couple of episodes, and just every time you hear something interesting, a great insight, tap your headphones, try that out for a couple of episodes, connect it to your Notes
0: app, and I'm sure you're going to love it. You will get addicted. There's no way around. Thank you very much, Kevin. I'll catch you up next time. Great. Thanks, Tom.